come on, man. Good morning, Patriots. It's the Patriot Review, episode 153, The War Against the Deep State. I will have retired Colonel John Mills on today. He's coming back to the Patriot Review, and it's been a little while, so I'm looking forward to that very much. Uh, he's got a new book coming out. We'll talk about that and uh, so much more. But uh, first of all, hope you had a good holiday weekend, and I hope that you're rested up. It's September already, hard to believe, right? And uh, for those of us in the North, that means that um, trees will be changing soon, and there are already some, so we're looking forward to another cool winter. So our summer is so short that um, if you blink, you miss it. That's pretty much the truth. So today we have, as I said, Colonel John Mills. We also have several stories that we're going to get into, so I'm going to just get into that right now. First of all, I want to pay tribute to Najord Meacham, who, who passed away on August 28th, another victim of the tyrannical uh, lawfare that's going on, and um, you know, a person who did not do anything violent inside the Capitol and yet uh, being persecuted. And uh, as I've said many times when talking about J6, I'm a person, I'm sure you are too, where if you know somebody does something, then... Obviously, they they should pay the price, but the price has to be uh, has to be warranted. You know, the the degree, the uh, the extent of the of the uh, actions taken against somebody should be proportionate to what they did. And this is certainly not the case with the J6 defendants, of, as we've talked about. So yes, he was arrested for going in the, in the Capitol on January 6th. Um, there's no cause of death that I know of as of yet right now um, but I would want to point out that there are many um, there are many that are dealing with this and the families and the friends of of anyone that's uh, in uh, in prison now and of course Jake Lang is the founder of blessed news which I'm happy to be on and live right now um, but you know this gentleman was charged with misdemeanors and disorderly and disruptive conduct uh, so he appeared August 15th by video in front of a federal judge and um, he was released in his own recognizance and all of a sudden he's dead. Um, so I also had uh, Jerry Perna, so Matt Perna was, was another gentleman who committed suicide because of this, in my opinion, tyrannical uh, overreach. And um, he's not alone. There was uh, a couple more. So um, Mark Ungst of Pennsylvania also died in 22 ahead of sentencing. Um, so he killed himself. And uh, Christopher Stanton, Georgia, 53 of Georgia, died by suicide as well. Uh, and then, you know, what I'd like to point out in this 
in this article here is this part here where it says none of them were accused of carrying out any violent crimes and then we look and I've, saw, I've said this so many times you know and you you've probably said it so many times you look at uh, the so-called summer of love and and everybody that um, was involved in looting and burning and and assaulting and uh, the the targets by the way were, they were hate crimes the, the whites were the targets and of course left goes absolutely bazonkers when you say something like that because in their mind um, you know there's there's no there can be no racism against whites which is nonsense all right so we have that and it shouldn't surprise us you know how the government is treating us we have uh, also in the news gold star mothers blown away by Biden's disrespectful treatment of them now this has to do with the 13 soldiers who lost their lives in Afghanistan when Joe Biden committed treason and he did commit treason because he gave aid and comfort to the enemy there's no question about it 85 billion dollars of equipment as I've said many times is giving aid and comfort obviously therefore uh, it's treason he didn't have to do that he could have taken uh, all the stuff out um, and any eight-year-old would have figured out that she don't take the military out first and that's why these 13 soldiers were killed uh, he while he tried to make a show of it in the speech you know that he gave when the bodies came back um, afterwards when he was with the families he did not seem as heartfelt he didn't seem at all familiar with the people whose lives his policy ended ended so you know these these people are an afterthought to him and his administration and you could say well Joe Biden is you know he's not he's not with it he's obviously got dementia he's problem he's got problems he can't put a sentence together he can't have a you know a thought that is original without looking at a teleprompter he's just fed this information but it, it still tells you what his administration thinks of these individuals that they're responsible for uh, the deaths of because they didn't prepare him for that so you can try to defend him and say hey you know he's he's obviously he's obviously got uh, limited muscle uh, limited uh, capabilities and he's probably got dementia and so on and so forth but still evident that the administration has no no problem um, with the people of the United States and the soldiers in the United States suffering the consequences based on you know what they do or don't do so uh, we'll get into that more with uh, Colonel John Mills as well and then we have um, Donna Brazil who <laughs> you know I I uh, had watched on Fox for years I no longer watch Fox but um, she always comes across with normally comes across with the talking points like everybody else on the mainstream media and you can line them all up on the left and they say exactly the same thing in the same words you know they're all lockstep kind of like goose stepping because that's really what they are uh, is <laughs> tyrannical fascists at least the far left and um, but one thing about her is that once in a while she goes off the rails so here she talks about you know, the, the 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 mega movement and uh, you know she says she's never seen anything like this and you know she's she's not shocked by it but I'm a little bit surprised by it and 
you know, she says that uh, this is something that the left has to has to acknowledge. And of course, those with Trump derangement syndrome don't acknowledge the movement, and they try to criminalize the movement when those of us that are Trump supporters, you know, are are basically just not basically, definitely just you know, wanting our God-given rights back, wanting America to stay free for everybody, wanting equal opportunity for everybody, equal opportunity, not equal outcome, because equal outcome, socialism, communism has never worked and will never work. Um, and, you know, the problem is that equal equal opportunity doesn't allow for the, the dem narrative of being a victim. It doesn't. It doesn't allow that, and they don't. They don't. Uh, they don't. They don't support it because they. They don't support that. The bigger the state, the more dependence they people have on them. The more power they have, and obviously that's the whole. That's the whole point between communism and socialism, and I dare say fascism in the case of the left today in the United States, because we are seeing that they want to regulate everything from the size of your soda to how many beers you can drink a week to you know whether or not you get a shot to to to, to your information uh, being um, recorded by the government to the three-letter alphabet soup agencies uh, persecuting anybody who has a different opinion, and um, you know we've seen that over and over again, and um, it's something that something that you know I think that when Trump gets reelected, and I hope he. Uh, <laughs> I hope he I hope he does and I hope that uh, the elections I know that they'll try to steal the election again but um, I hope that uh, we prevail obviously and if we do then you know Trump has a lot of work to do in cleaning this whole mess up to the extent that he can so speaking of Trump we have Jack Smith abruptly ending his huge case against Trump and this is the this is the documents case which all of us know is just a ridiculous case and um, is something that should have never been brought so this is just an article and this is um, the Republic brief which so I get to this through the signal and it's just the political signal.com uh, if you want to read this so he, he he ends this case and this has to do like as I said with the so-called um, top-secret documents and um, the whole charge using the Espionage Act instead of um, the Presidential Records Act because that's the one that really applies and um, they were just basically throwing up as many indictments and roadblocks and challenges and financial draining of President Trump's campaign and President Trump himself and we all know that but one thing that I do think is important to point out is that uh, Trump as usual is saying hey there's gonna be consequences to this so He's warning the D.C. elites what he's going to do when he wins. Says the, pres the former president, Donald Trump, actually he's the current president, uh, conveyed a cautionary message to the political elites in Washington, D.C. regarding the potential consequences they may face should he regain the presidency in 2024. He said the crooked Joe Biden campaign has thrown so many indictments and lawsuits against me that Republicans are already thinking about what are we going to do to Biden and the communists when it's our turn. They have started a whole new banana republic way of thinking about political campaigns. It's so cheap and dirty, but that's that's where America is right now. Be careful what you wish for, he stated. 
So <clears throat> I don't I don't want him to go on a uh, you know rampant um, an unreasonable vendetta um, uh, you know vengeance seeking campaign. What I want him to do is to apply the law as the law is, and I think that's what he'll do. I don't think, even though the left will say, well, no, he's Donald Trump and he's going after people because it's, a, it's his ego, blah, 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 you know, but I think that the people who are in charge who, for example, uh, are behind the J6ers being in jail yet and for the extremely, extremely high sentences that they're handing out to people who are merely patriots who want the Constitution be honored and followed and uh, love this country dearly I think that in those cases those people should be punished he heavily uh, those who are persecuting people for having a different opinion lastly I just want to bring this article up six country reject China's new 10 dash line map that includes Taiwan so this is interesting this has to do with their territories and what they say their territories are um, so they have a, they have this mapped up, uh, mapped out, and Taiwan is included as one of their territories, which is not. And um, you know the the, uh, the the show goes on. We have them building islands in the China Sea, and um, you know it's not looking good. And um, I saw an article where Tucker Carlson is thinking that a hey, you know well, there's going to be basically a hot war here in the next year. I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that it's getting pretty darn close and that all the symptoms and all the actions of actors like China and North Korea and Iran and Russia, you're looking at them working together, exercising together. Um, and it's not that there's no history of that. It's just that with today's climate and who we have in the White House right now, I mean, this is, this is how I feel about it. I think that... Um, Biden's not really in charge, but when you look at the potential candidates of who's in charge and look at somebody like an Obama who who has uh, many times drawn lines in the sand and um, he's going to just draw more lines in the sand and nothing's going to happen to protect our country. We'll be right back after this. we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there, and um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone, and it was, it was just a horrific sight to come upon us. Her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed, and um, 
You had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry hey, up. Jeff, they had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you uh, see that a ventilator. Okay, I can't hear you. That's because I was muted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you, sir? It's an honor to have you back on the Patriot Review. I really enjoy having you on and it's been quite some time. But um, so let me do just a little bit of of bio here. I think that everybody who watches this show probably knows exactly who you are, but it's it's very very impressive. So um, you have 33 years of U.S. Army Army Reserve experience. You had uh, served as a senior liaison between DHS and DOD. Boy, could we use people like you in the DOD right now, right? <laughs> so. Uh, you helped establish and advise foreign national military and security forces in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Bosnia, South Korea, and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh, you've done so much, and you've been in so many key positions, most of them having to do on the national security intelligence side. And uh, it's just an honor to have you. And again, I welcome you back to the Patriot Review. Oh, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, and I could have read on, folks. I mean, it, it's it, there's so much that you've done for your country and you're continuing to do. Now you're an author. You have the book, The Nation Will Follow, That's that's been out a little while. You have one coming up in October. Is that right? October release? Yeah, uh, October release, War Against the Deep State, a forward by Russ Vought, who was President Trump's Director of Office of Management Budget, Budget one of the key positions in any administration. Russ is doing the forward. Also, uh, I got some great advance readers, uh, General Flynn, General Blaine Holt, um, Sam Sorbo, um, uh, and some others. So uh, I'm excited about this, this second book coming out. I love it. I love it. Um, so earlier, earlier this week, we saw another January 6th defendant who who died and um, haven't released the, the cause of death yet, but we have three others, I think th three others that committed suicide because of this, this deep state tyrannical government, I believe. And then we have all the other issues that are happening to us or about to happen to us. And we have this completely incompetent administration. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about you know, I want to talk to you about the deep state and what it's going to take and what it's going to take for individual citizens to, to do to actually win and defeat these guys. And uh, so let's start there. I mean, what is the average Joe citizen to do about waging war against the deep state in our own country? Well, for 95% of us, 
it's right where we live and it's retaking the, the seven critical centers of, of gravity in, in common in every county or county equivalent across America. And that's your school board, county council, registrar, election board, judges, sheriffs, and prosecutors. All of the roughly 3,300 uh, or so counties across the nation uh, and eight U.S. territories, these are the seven same common functions uh, uh, in governance. And you, they may be called a little bit to have different names. Uh, and you may not call them counties. You may have, uh, you know, Louisiana, you have parishes. Doesn't matter. The, the Census Bureau is the, is the authorita authoritative source of truth. And we have roughly 3,300 of these county a county equivalents. In Virginia, we have roughly 100 counties and roughly... 30 cities that are county equivalents. Um, so you got to get engaged in those. You say, I homeschool. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You still need to go to the school board meetings and you need to run for school board, even if you're homeschooling or going to a, sending your children to a school of faith. Those are, that, those are the most immediate things the average citizen can do. You have to get involved in these. Stop, put down the bowl of loudmouth soup. Stop yelling, yelling at the TV, stop bellowing on social media, get involved. But the other thing, what we're finding is the huge impact of the citizen on the market capitalization of these woke companies. Huge effect. Now, I'm not saying I'm not a big fan of cancel back just because they cancel us. Some of these situations, uh, it's, it's hard to totally cancel. So I always say minimize your spend because some of these situations, it just they're, you, you, they're, you're kind of locked into a monopoly situation. So just minim mm -hmm. at least minimize your spend. But that's where we're crashing the market cap of Budweiser, of Kohl's, of Target, of Disney. Disney, I mean, this has been kind of a shadow story, largest I don't think there's ever been a market cap loss like what Disney is experiencing. 120 billion in market cap loss. That's market capitalization's number of shares times the price of the shares. Now there's different types of shares and all that. That then now you start to get really technical, but just by minimizing our spend, look at the huge impact. BlackRock, BlackRock, BlackRock now wants out of the ESG, uh, you know, portfolio world. And Larry Fink. Don't get mad at Disney. Get get mad at Iger. Don't get mad at BlackRock. Get mad at Larry Fink. Always, always, always personalize this and use the name of the CEO. CEOs and board members hate to see their names in these things. So that's what the average citizen can do. So pat yourself back on the back for huge market cap loss. Now get in there and retake that school board. Right. And, you know, I, I kind of view it. I get, I get what you're saying about, you know, not canceling in return just because you've been canceled. I think this is more of a case of vote with your dollar, like Reagan said, vote with your feet. And if you had an attorney once tell me, hey, if you're going to have, if you're going to actually uh, live your principles, you better have a thick wallet. So the question is, you know, at what point do you say enough's enough and at what point are you willing to sacrifice maybe some of the conveniences and and probably the biggest one that most people deal with on a regular basis, the two of them are Walmart and Amazon. And, um, you know, there's there's great alternatives to, to those companies. And do you think we'll see a resurgence in the smaller stores, again, the mom and pop, the small businesses? Uh, do you think that's going to come out of this with all these huge corporations? 
Well, I think that's great on the mom and pop operations. Um, in the end, we still have to deliver value at good prices. So, so that's still always going to be an imperative. Um, the new uh, alternative to Amazon, the name's escaping me right now, but they, they showed up at CPAC. They were, they've been shown on the Bannon show. Um, I can't remember the name. The name's escaping me, but right there. But, but again, you know, going cold turkey on this a, a thousand percent, like let's, let's take, uh, let's take Target, for example. Now, we used to do regular mail orders of certain things from um, Target. We've cut that off. Um, but if you're on a trip and you need to get something when you're on the trip and Target is the closest place, okay, maybe, you know, you're, you're going to take four, two hours out of your way to go out of your way to get something somewhere else. Okay, go to Target. But cut off all your regular, minimize your spend. And, and actually, I, I'm a, a little bit counter to what a lot of people advise. I actually have bought Target stock. I mean, just a very small amount because I want to be able to be part of class action lawsuits. So if you're a shareholder, yeah. you can be part of class action lawsuits. Everybody says, you know, divest and get rid of your stock. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tiny shareholder, but there are different class action lawsuits that are beginning. Um, the um, uh, uh, America First Project uh, is one of them that's leading uh, the, the legal counsel over there. Again, I apologize. I can't remember his name. But, you know, so, so be, you know, we're, we're owners of uh, Disney. We've been owners of Disney stock. It's cratered. We lost a huge amount. We didn't have a whole lot of stock, but we lost. Doesn't matter. I'm holding on because I want to be part of class action lawsuits uh, for failure to, uh, to uh, do what they're supposed to be doing under, under their roles as financial fiduciaries of the company. You see, this is where you got to, you know, think, think, uh, yeah. think smart on these things. Because you do want to be part of class, you want you want to take down a corporation and get rid of the wokesters. Actually, you want to have some stocks. You could be part of lawsuits. That's really fascinating. I don't think I've ever heard that before, but um, this is certainly great advice. And I think that most people, most people, I don't know how many people or what the percentage of people that pay the stock play the stock market and buy stocks, but certainly that's uh, that's a great strategy. So appreciate that but um what is let's get to your book a little bit more but um do you have do you have time to stick around for another segment here yet yeah absolutely okay hang on i'm going to go to a short break and take me about three minutes but i got a hard break here
Patriots, it's me, Wayne Allyn otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Allyn Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. Okay, we are back with retired Colonel John Mills, and we were talking about your upcoming book in October, The War Against the Deep State. And uh, you had, you had um, within the book, you call out the fact that a lot of mothers are standing up and taking the, taking the fight to the school boards and, and the councils, and, and uh, you know, that's, uh, that's absolutely true. And we've, we've seen some retaliation against those people. Um, and my question for you is, uh, the lawfare that's going on, how, how does the average citizen um, get over the fear that they're going to, that they're going to be at the, at the hands of the three-letter alphabet soup agencies? And what can people do to protect themselves in that regard? Well, well first and foremost, Jeff, our country is worth it. So anybody who Amen. is is hiding in their shanty under the bed uh, because they're fearful. Well, okay, I'm sorry, our country's worth it. But again, only 13% fought for the revolution. Most were fence sitters. Mm -hmm. So get out from under the bed, get off the, uh, the couch, get off the fence, get in the game. Now, I think we're past the bow wave of, uh, I think the FBI and the DOJ have really pulled back because they realize this is huge force, uh, this is huge errors on this part, and it takes time to put together lawsuits, but uh, a lot of lawsuits that have been filed are not going their direction, and I'm, I'm working on a major filing myself because of targeting of me, but you got to get over this fear, and I think one of the biggest things is we need to learn how to speak and write with authority without being uh, without being uh, uh, let's say uh, per perceived as advocating violence, mm -hmm. uh, as perceived as as doing unlawful things. I think that's the biggest challenge. Is 
is uh and you you brought up uh, the january 6th folks and i and i right. think this is the one of the greatest injustices in american history the greatest internment of americans since japanese americans since mm-hmm. world war ii i think it's horrible but uh, in one specific case of a j6er of uh, I don't even want to go into the details of they are now in jail. They are now serving a sentence. But when they asked for my help, when I went through the information, they they had done a lot of things that sure didn't help their case. I'm sorry. I just have to be, I have Mm -hmm. to be realistic on this. And so, because when it was, it was already way, way down the the, the lane, way down and, uh, uh, the process and by the time uh, it was brought to me i just wow i just there was too many we would call them unforced errors where the, the person unwittingly and this person should have known better played into the hands of law enforcement and i think the same thing here when you get involved uh you can't make accusations of criminal activity against a public official unless you have darn good evidence because what you're what you uh um potentially are doing and could be charged with is uh, you make an assertion of a criminal activity by a public figure, guess what? You might actually trigger an investigation of that public figure. And guess what? If your assertions are found to be false or not there, guess what? You could be you could be uh, cited with making a false statement. So that's one of the biggest forced errors. We I know we're I know oftentimes we're angry. I know oftentimes there is injustice. I know this, the system is stacked against us. I know the deep staters are have tilted the game and they're playing against us. We're trying to clump, climb out of a 50-year hole because we stayed home taking care, you know, focusing on God, family, and country, which is the right order. But part of God is uh, getting involved in this local governance. And we just walked away. So we are definitely, we're in a big hole. We're not going to get out of that hole faster by unforced errors. So don't make violent statements. Don't make uh, assertions of criminal activity if you don't have firm evidence. Just, I know this person is doing something wrong. Well, that's, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. We've got to continue to get toward firm, actionable courtroom-level evidence. And people get frustrated. Well, that takes time. Well, yeah, what have we been doing for the last 50 years? Well, we gave away the farm. Now we're trying to get the farm back. Right. Right. So what is what is the likelihood? Let's just say that Trump gets elected. What is the likelihood that, you know, I look at Trump and I say, hey, you know, trust Trump, but have faith in Jesus Christ. That's really the right order. And mm-hmm. you look at Trump and you think he's going to come in. And I think a lot of people just expect He's just going to change everything, and and I, you know, I think that he's he's a president who would be the president, but he still he still has limitations. And my question to you is, how likely is it that these three-letter agencies are going to actually be cleansed or redone, or however you want to however you want to say it? If we have a, a Trump presidency, what's the likelihood of that actually happening? Oh, I think very likely, but everyone, it's not a singular push the button and it's done. Everybody, and this is on our side, we've got to get better at this. We just want to push a button. We have election integrity. We just want to push a button and the deep state goes away. That's not how, that's not how the world works. Right. And again, 
This happened over 50 years. They stole the country over 50 years. It's going to be a process. And there's going to be tactical battles and skirmishes within this process. So we got to get better at the long-term game. And you know, we're, we're too easily frustrated and walk away. Nothing will happen. Nothing's going to work. Nothing's going to do it again. That's a, real crappy, that's a real crappy attitude. And it's not, that's not life. That's not the way life works. And, and so it's going to be a game of endurance. Defunding and starting over in the book, uh, um, War Against the Deep State, uh, we go into that against the unlawful fourth, fifth, and sixth branches of the government. And a lot of it, it's going to take time. Now, people, and a lot of people freak out when I say this. It's, it's starve the old, feed the new. We need an aggressive intelligence community. I'm all for a rough and tumble intelligence community, but it's supposed to protect Americans from the foreign threat, not be weaponized mm -hmm. against the American people. Um, so... One of the, and this, this goes back to really Reagan and Rush Limbaugh. It's really hard to limit government. What you have to do is kill off uh, the old parts of government and start new. And everybody goes, they're just recreating everything. Like, guys, we got to have an intelligence agency. We got to have a federal law enforcement. Okay, got it. If, we, if, if you're against that, then you're really not mega and you really are living in a alternate universe. You're, you're more of an anarchist if that's what you think which is yeah, what we yeah. don't what what we don't want to be you, you mentioned you know protecting american citizens from uh, foreign threats so let's talk just a little bit about uh china and and i want to get your opinion on some of the articles that are coming out recently now we've known for well over a year almost two years i think or more about them building islands and putting airstrips on there and over the weekend, I saw an article that said that they they supposedly uh, redrafted their borders and included Taiwan as you know <laughs> as being Chinese territory. So, meanwhile, their economy cr is crashing, right? And um, so, I wanted to talk to you about that. I mean, is China, North Korea, Russia, Iran? Those are kind of the countries we look at as being what we would have called in World War II the Axis powers, right? Mm -hmm. So do we, do you see that as um, as the biggest threat to us from a national security standpoint? Or is the border up there? Or what are your thoughts just on the threats that we have, the incoming that we have from all these different things? Well, Jeff, yeah, the answer is yes to all of those. And at the, the border issue is a China issue, okay? Um, our corrupt uh, Biden administration is a China issue. Klaus Schwab is a China issue. And this is where we, uh, some folks get it wrong on our, on our team is they say, you know, they, oh, the real puppet master is Klaus Schwab. Absolutely not. The real puppet master is China. Would China exist if Klaus Schwab went away? Yes, they would. Would Klaus Schwab exist if China went away? No, he wouldn't. One of the biggest funder supporters of WEF is China. That is, that is their agent of action. So the, the biggest threat is China. The border issue is a China issue. The corruption in the White House is a China issue. Island building, and, and this was, I was inside government when, uh, in 2014 when the island building began. And what was bizarre when I look back was, there were many Obama officials that were furious with China over uh, island building, 
yet as what's been documented now in Peter Schweitzer's book on uh, the Biden family, uh, what what may be actually part of the FD 1023s from the FBI and the suspicious activity reports from the Treasury is the money started flowing to Biden in 2014. He was bought off starting in 2014, which, which coincidentally is the same time island building began. And again, I'm inside government trying and part of the crew trying to figure out what do we do. And I got Obama officials furious with China. So either A, they were play acting and they were already paid off. I actually don't, I don't think that for most of them. Um, they weren't read on at the time and were not aware pro probably. Maybe they were bought off later, but I think there was some, there was many who were actually very upset, but they didn't know what to do. And because of their DNA composition, they don't know how to punch back correctly on these situations. But this is all a China issue. It's all the uncontrolled border is a China issue. China is exploiting it. China is now has boots on the ground in northern Mexico. The cartels are now working for China. China is now, now essentially has operational control over the drug cartels. Fentanyl, 10,000 Americans a month are dying from fentanyl, which is 100% right. a Chinese product made in Northern Mexico now, brought across the border under Chinese command and control of the cartels. Domestic cannabis farming, you know, and people are saying, yeah, but it's legal in certain states. <laughs> Well, if, that, if it's legal in California, why is the growth of illegal cannabis exploding? Why? Because once again, oppressive, big government at the state, people, you ask the cannabis farmers in California, I can't make any money operating according to the rules, so I'm going to be an illegal cannabis farmer. I'm, I'm totally against cannabis. I think it's a scam and a racket. And the Chinese are now uh, uh, one of the primary controllers. And this is where you have Chinese nationals shooting and killing each other on these cannabis farms, legal or illegal. Uh, why? Because they look at this as an advanced force operation to take down America. They want to take us down without bombs and missiles. They want, right. to, they want to collapse our society, which some places they're doing kind of well. Yeah, was it, was it um, Brezhnev who talked about that? Which Russian leader talked about America falling from within and it, talked about... Uh, there's many historical uh, allegories, to, yeah, to that. I mean, Lincoln. Uh, I mean, we'll mm -hmm. we'll 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 defeat ourselves before uh, for an adversary. But right now, defeating ourselves has Chinese fingerprints all over it. Yeah, without a doubt. I think that's a great point. Again, you've made a lot of great points today. I'm glad you came on. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. So, Thank you, Jeff. So. You know, I have just a, a couple questions yet. So my question, you, you talked about what the average citizen can do. What do you say to your former peers in these agencies? What what do you, what what's a recommendation for those that really have a moral compass and who are really shocked by what's going on? And, and do we need more whistleblowers or what's, what's your advice there? Yeah, we need absolutely more whistleblowers. I mean, I was, I was, flying solo. I did not have a, a peer equivalent when I was in government when in the last couple of years I realized, holy smokes, this what Donald J. Trump was saying about a deep state is absolutely true and I'm right in the middle of it. Didn't even It didn't even dawn on me uh, until Donald J. Trump, until his words uh, resonated with me and I realized he was absolutely right. I think they need more uh, figure, they need more confidence, but when I first came out with the book, The Nation Will Follow, everybody was saying, well, this is interesting, John, but 
um, where are all the other whistleblowers and there are no whistleblowers uh, except for you and uh, you know and no 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 we have Chaplin and Ziegler from uh, um, Treasury we have uh, you know easily a couple of dozen from FBI and this is where I was calling out to my FBI brothers and sisters who I was I was DOD Department of Defense but I was when you're at the senior levels you're constantly working interagency operations so. Constantly, the person to the left of you is from one agency and the person to the right of you is from another agency. That's how you work, because a lot of times these problems cross cross the U.S. codes, which means multiple departments and agencies are involved. So we need more to come forward. We've had many come forward over the last year. And, uh, and the, the FBI crew especially is being brutally treated. Uh, I mean, many of them are being put on leave without pay. Uh, mm-hmm. which is which is absolutely unjust. They're being treated treated like J sixers, and uh, you know you you. I think it's totally unlawful to put them on leave without pay when they're whistleblowers. If you want to put them on leave with pay, you know the legality of pulling their security clearance uh, is 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 it's it's debatable. But you know their logic has been well. Their security clearance is pulled. Ergo, we can pull their pay, and I don't agree with that. I don't think that's lawful at all. But we just need more whistleblowers. They need more examples. I'm working on a federal filing uh, uh, with my lawyers uh, because of, even though I'm out of government, uh, you know now the, the target, clear targeting of the U.S. government against me and many others. So I'm hoping to have this filed as an exemplar case here shortly. Uh, I don't know what shortly means, but we keep on working this and working this and working the angles on this and red teaming it. That's what you got to do. Like, guys, this is lawfare. This is lawfare. They're whipping out these lawsuits fast because they have have years of experiencing of using this. Uh, We got to get better at that. It takes time. I'd love to have you back to talk about that when that actually drops. Thank you, Jeff. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, there's there's all kinds of lawsuits, aren't there? I mean, right now at the end of the show, I'm going to talk about one from four physicians in Washington State who are, have just recently bought brought a lawsuit. One of those was in my documentary Breaking the Oath, and um, uh, so I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But there's more and more people fighting back, and I think also what we have to remember is that the mainstream media is not going to cover those things very often, are they? They're not. Even our our own media is not always good about covering things. But I mean, you know, Judge Dottie's decision in the uh, Missouri, Louisiana case against DHS, it actually is against Joe Biden. If you look at the actual filing, it's against Joe Biden. Um, but, you know, there's a huge decision on July 4th. It goes, U.S. government, you, you can't, there's no legal basis for your monitoring, targeting and censoring American citizens. And uh, what did uh, what did Merrick Garland do? He said, "Yeah, you're right. This is this is horrible. We're going to shut everything down. We're going to do investigations and hold people accountable." That's a joke. No, he didn't do that. He actually doubled down. Yeah, right. <laughs> he actually doubled down. And but that's been thrown out, and the, the whole thing has been stayed. But the U.S. government, there's absolutely no legal basis, and that's where we need more whistleblowers. You're involved in these activities, U.S. government employees. You need to put your foot down and say, no, there's no legal basis for what is going on in many of these activities. So we're already out of time, but I want to thank you again. And I just want to say the the book that's coming out, The War Against the Deep State, you can find that at thenationwillfollow.com. And uh, I see you're selling signed copies of The Nation uh, Nation Will Follow. Are you going to do the same thing with The War Against the Deep State? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the, the war war against the deep state is is coming out. Uh, hopefully in October, it's going to be uh, solely. Uh, we're not going to create a, a a new website for it. It's going to be solely. And I apologize. This goes back to my earlier statement on Amazon, but we're also looking at that alternative uh, that alternative to Amazon to do it mm -hmm. there too. Um, but uh, uh, we'll get enough. What I'm going to do is also get copies and and sell them out of the Lindell store. But the the, the nation will follow signed copies at uh, Lindell my store uh, now, and uh, War Against the Deep State coming out next next month. And uh, I've got again uh, General Flynn is one of the pre readers. Uh, General Holt, Sam Sorbo, uh, Russ Vot's doing the forward to it, and. Uh, it's really impactful. Looking forward to it. Uh, where can people find you? Social media. Oh, thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Colonel R.E.T. John, Colonel Rhett John, Substack, Getter, and Truth. Substack, Getter, and Truth. Colonel R.E.T. John, Colonel Rhett John. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hope to see you soon. Talk about that lawsuit. Uh, just let me know when that drops, and I'd love to have you back to talk about it. You got it, Jeff. Thank you so much. Onward yeah, to victory. You're welcome. Amen, brother. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Colonel John Mills, awesome guest, awesome gentleman, awesome fighter and patriot. He's um, he's just a great guy all the way around, as you can tell, and he's always open and very, very generous with his time and kind. One of the true patriots in our country right now. We'll be right back after this. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our Kingdom Feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR 
and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. And we are back. Just a couple quick updates. The time has really flown by here today. Uh, Carrie Lake got some great news. Uh, Mike Lindell, as you know, is is uh, got the Lindell Offense uh, Fund, and um, he has financed so much and has done so much for our country. Uh, one of the things is this uh, Carrie Lake and her lawsuit about the election. And uh, we know it was stolen, obviously. We, were, we have plenty of evidence that uh, seemingly uh, just keeps building and building and building, and um, the mainstream media still refuses to talk about it. So she said that um, she has this major victory, and the victory is, and I'll read it, September trial dates have officially been set for one of Carrie Lake's lawsuits to review envelope signatures in Maricopa County, Judge John Hanna announced two trial dates, September 21st and 25th, and has declared that envelopes are not a part of the voter record, which makes, makes them available for complete examination. You know, that's that's the part. This whole thing is just another thing that really is upsetting to most of us patriots. They would, you know, obviously, uh, we're not stupid. We know that there there's plenty of evil out there in the world. and um, then, But then there's things that are just that just go so far against the pale and and uh, the the indictment of president trump you know for supposedly trying to you know stage a coup and use and overturn the elections well yeah he wanted to overturn the elections because he knew that um all he'd have to do is investigate the the evidence and the elections would have to be overturned it's not that he wanted to to forcefully overturn the elections and he didn't call for January 6th. I've shown plenty of video evidence on that. And um, so anyway, we'll be watching that. September 21st and 25th uh, are the trial dates. So we'll be watching that and I'll let you know what happens. Also in the news, now I mentioned earlier with um, uh, with with uh, Colonel Mills that these doctors have a lawsuit to the Washington Medical Commission, I can't talk today, over the right to free speech. So this article goes into the doctors pushing back. Uh, many of them, all of them, were, were penalized, their licenses taken away uh, in the case of three of them. Now the fourth individual is Dr. Renata Moon, who, as I said, was in the documentary Breaking the Oath. and um, she basically her her uh, retaliation that she received wasn't her license it was her job uh at uh w washington state <clears throat> so so they have this case going on and as i mentioned there's there's four of them and it's all over free speech and they certainly had the right to speak out they still have the right to speak out as we all do and to colonel mills uh, comments about you know standing up and America is worth it. It certainly is. 
and I applaud all of you who are out there doing what you can do, <clears throat> whether it's in the school board meetings or if you're running for local office. Um, thank you for doing that and keep doing that. Excuse me. Um, so I wanted to bring that up. And well, this week I have some great guests on the show. I always post things ahead of time. So you can check out uh, redbloodpatriots.com. That's a website for the show. Uh, also, americafirstproductions.com. America, the number one, stproductions.com. That's my website for document uh, producing documentaries. And uh, I appreciate your support. If there's anything you can do to contribute to either cause, the show or the documentary filmmaking, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I am on Frank Social primarily, but I have accounts on Getter and, and all the rest of them as well. So uh, I, I look forward to your comments, and I thank you very much for being here today, and we will see you tomorrow.